the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Inspiration. I can do anything. Education. Let's do this. And application. Oh boy, this is going to be good. Welcome to Like It Matters Radio. Keeping us out of the water hazard with some truth therapy. And teeing up solutions for today's big issues. Here's your life caddy, Mr. Scott B. Black. So welcome to the world of Mr. Black. Welcome to the world of Mr. Black. I am he, Mr. Black, your radio life caddy. And today on Like It Matters Radio, we're going to get some meat and taters. I call it meat and taters. We're going to talk about goal getting. Goal getting. You notice I don't say goal setting because goal setting is only part of the process. And by the way, the reason why a lot of people don't accomplish goals is because they don't, one, set them, and number two, don't write them down once they are set. You know, it's the, the, the 100 people, age 25, lined up against a wall. Go up to each person and ask them if they're going to be successful. And each one, in their own self-confidence, absolutely would say, yes, I'm going to be successful by the time I'm 65. Yes, I'm going to be successful by the time I'm 65. All 100 would say the same thing. And again, if you know the data, you know, you fast forward 40 years, I think 38, 39, 40 of them didn't make it. And of all those numbers, one was truly successful, could live a life that wherever they wanted to, had all the money they needed. Five were financially independent, could could basically live the lifestyle they wanted within means, if you will. But the rest of all those, 94 to 95 of those, well, 100, are either dead or dead broke. And when I learned this rule of 100 or whatever you want to call it, I was in the financial services field. And I'd always follow up with a statement that is so profound. And I'd say, see, Mr. Client, see, Mrs. Client, that people don't plan to fail. They fail to plan. And that's really why goal-getting is so important. And by the way, whenever I say goal-getting, people automatically go to stuff. You know, they go to stuff. I want a bigger car. I want a nicer house. I want beautiful women hanging off my arm. Uh, I want uh, three vacations a year. I want, you know, stuff. And I'm not downplaying stuff. Please hear that. Stuff can make this existence a little easier, maybe a little funner. But when I talk about goal getting, I talk about success. And success doesn't necessarily mean stuff. It's got to go back to those existential questions of who are you? Why are you here? What's your purpose? If today was your last day on this planet, did it matter one bit that you were given the gift of life? What difference did it make? And so I want to share with you a story, one of my favorite stories. Uh, I heard it third hand from a gentleman who had heard it somewhere else. And so the gentleman said that he was at a corner grocery store buying some early potatoes. And he noticed a small boy, delicate of bone and feature, ragged but clean, hungrily apprising a basket of freshly picked green beans. So I paid for my potatoes, but was also drawn to the display of fresh green peas. Now I'm a pushover, 
for cream peas and new potatoes, he said. Pondering the peas, I couldn't help overhearing the conversation between Mr. Miller, who was the store owner, and the ragged boy next to me. Hello, Barry. How are you today? Hello, Mr. Miller. Fine, thank you. Just admiring them peas. They sure look good. They are good, Barry. How's your ma? Fine. Getting stronger all the time. Good. Anything I can help you with, Barry? No, sir. Just admiring them peas. Would you like to take some home? Asked Mr. Miller. No, sir. Got nothing to pay for them with. Well, what have you to trade me for some of those peas, Barry? All I got's my prize marble here. Is that right? Well, would you mind if I could see it? Could you let me see it? Said Miller. Here it is. She's a dandy. I can see that. Hmm. The only thing is this one is blue, and I sort of go for red. Do you have a red one like this at home? The store owner asked. Not exactly, but almost. Tell you what, Barry. Take this sack of peas home with you, and next trip this way, let me look at that red marble, Mr. Miller told the boy. Sure will. Thanks, Mr. Miller. Mrs. Miller, who'd been standing nearby, came over to help me. With a smile, she said, there are two other boys like him in our community. All three are in very poor circumstances. Jim just loves to bargain with them for peas, apples, tomatoes, whatever their need is. When they come back with their red marbles, and they always do, he decides he doesn't like red after all, and he sends them home with a bag of produce for a green marble or an orange one. And when they come on their next trip to the store, right, I left the store smiling to myself, impressed with this man, Mr. Miller. A short time later, I moved to Colorado, but I never forgot the story of this man, the boys, and their bartering for marbles. Well, several years had passed by, and each more rapid than the previous one. Just recently, I had occasion to visit some old friends in the Idaho community, and while I was there, learned that Mr. Miller had died. They were having his visitation that evening, and knowing my friends wanted to go, I agreed to accompany them. Upon arrival at the mortuary, we fell into line to meet the relatives of the deceased and to offer whatever words of comfort we could. Ahead of us in line, there were three young men. One was in an army uniform, and the other two wore nice haircuts, dark suits, white shirts, all very professional-looking, very respectful. They approached Miss Miller standing and composed and smiled by her husband's casket. Each of the young men hugged her, kissed her on the cheek, spoke briefly with her, and then moved on to the casket. Her misty, light blue eyes followed them as one by one each young man stopped briefly and placed his own warm hand over the cold, pale hand in the casket. Each left the mortuary awkwardly, wiping tears from their swollen red eyes. Our turn came to to meet Miss Miller. I told her who I was and reminded her of the story from those many years ago. And what she told me about her husband's bartering for marbles. With her eyes glistening, she took my hand in silence and led me to the casket. She said, those three young men who just left were the boys I told you about. They just told me 
how they appreciated the things Jim traded them for. Now at last, when Jim could not change his mind about color or size, they came to pay their debt. We've never had a great deal of wealth, she said, at least not wealth of this world. But right now, Jim would consider himself the richest man in Idaho. With loving gentleness, she lifted her lifeless fingers of the deceased husband. Resting underneath were three exquisitely shined red marbles. Now, I don't feign emotion. Every time I share that story, I get emotional. See, success is not about stuff. It's not about how many cars you have or how much money you had. It's about what impact have you made. You know, last week I made no money. But last week I let three people into the kingdom pray to men. Last week I got a chance to help out a friend who's losing everything, went from a millionaire to nothing. Last week I had some of the most precious intimate time with God. Last week I didn't make a single dollar. And can I tell you, last week was one of the most successful weeks I have had in a long, long time. And so today on Like It Matters Radio, we're going to talk about goal getting. But what we're really talking about is success. Because successful people set goals. And see, hope is in the forward direction. Hope is in front of us. And we live in a country, in a world that wants us to be focused on the past. And if you're going to be successful in life, one thing I learned a long time ago, you've got to change your focus because hope, because goals, because success is all in the future. I am Mr. Black. We'll be back in a few minutes. Let your life so be that all the world may see the joy of serving Jesus with a smile. Between the stimulus and the response, there is a space, and in that space is your power, your freedom. Dr. Viktor Frankl. In this unprecedented time of pandemics and confusion, our daily choices matter more, and they are more consequential. Times of challenge and opportunities require another set of eyes, a deeper understanding, a bigger picture, so we can live a life of purpose and passion like it matters. Mr. Black is excited to announce the release of his newest book, Way of the Warrior, a daily devotional, bringing hope and encouragement to be all that you were created to be. Each day, Mr. Black shares with you guidance from above that is educational, inspirational, and applicational. Access Mr. Black each day as he continues to help you raise your bar and become all you were created to be. Way of the Warrior Daily Devotional is now available in ebook and hardcover at likeitmatters.net. Regain and retain your power and your freedom. Order Way of the Warrior Daily Devotional and let God be your guide and Mr. Black your life caddy. Order today at likeitmatters.net. Limitless access to liberty and truth. Listen to Freedom 1570 with our free app, your smart speaker at freedom1570.com or with iHeart, TuneIn, and Radio.com. We live in the Twin Cities and defend liberty nationwide. 
Be kind to someone, and you could have your car payments covered for a year. Oh, very kind. Freedom 1570 and Standard Heating and Air Conditioning present the Kindness Challenge. Do something nice for a hero in your life. Then let us know about it by entering it in the Kindness Challenge. You'll be registered to have your vehicle payments paid for a year or get $12,000 towards a new car, both for you and your hometown hero. Sign up for the Standard Heating Kindness Challenge at Freedom1570.com. Keep on Have you been charged with a gun crime? Have you lost your gun rights due to an old criminal offense? Have you been denied a permit to carry or a purchase of a firearm? I'm attorney Kelly Keegan, and I can help. Contact us for a free consultation at KeeganLawOffice.com. This is Scott Black of Like It Matters. As many of you know, I have been helping people to be the best they were created to be. COVID-19 has accelerated changes that I have been considering for some time now. Many more people need to receive the benefits of Leadership Awakening. Mental health in our communities is a real issue. We recently received our 501c3 nonprofit status with the emphasis of creating and delivering, taking back your power and your freedom to the least among us struggling with mental health issues. Please help us help others. You can save a marriage, save a business, or a life by supporting Like It Matters with your tax-deductible gifts. All gifts are needed, large, small, and everything in between. Please consider becoming a monthly partner at likeitmatters.net. Give today at likeitmatters.net. And by the way, Like It Matters Leadership Awakening classes will continue. Check out the schedule at likeitmatters.net as we build our training for those suffering from the challenges of poor mental health. God bless you. Welcome back to Like It Matters Radio. Radio, there's inspiration, education, and application. I am your blessed radio host, your radio life caddy. And today, we're serving some meat and taters. Yep, and peas too. As you notice, if you listen to the last segment, you'll know why we're talking about peas. And if not, then you need to go to likeitmattersradio.com. And the cool thing about our radio show is it's broadcast live Monday through Friday from 11 a.m. to 12 uh, noon. And you can listen anywhere in the world on uh, by streaming on uh, www.freedom1570.com. But if you miss that, John's pretty good. Within an hour, you can just go to likeitmattersradio.com and you can listen to each day's radio show in podcast form. And also, you'll have months of uh, archived messages right behind it so you can listen. Because remember, our outcome is inspiration, education, and uh, application. Education, not learning information. Education, the way we define it, is training the brain how to think. And so we want to talk about setting goals, accomplishing goals. That's why we call it goal getting. And to me, it is the basis of success. And yesterday on the radio show, we talked about success. You need to have a definition of success. How else will you know if you're on course or off course, right? Very important. And so in the first segment, and if you missed it, you should listen to it, because I shared a story called The Peas about a gentleman who knew who he was. He knew his value. They didn't have a lot of money. They didn't have a lot of wealth. They didn't have a big business, very small business that fed them, that sustained them. But what he did have is he knew who he was. What he did have is he knew what he wanted his life to be about. And those three boys in the story benefited 
because Mr. Miller was without a doubt a goal-getter. He had his eye on the prize. And it's interesting because today on Facebook, I don't know this gentleman. I just came across it. I'll just call him Gary S. Uh, It was from 19 hours ago. So let's say it was uh, March 16th. Uh, And here's this thing. Now, he swore a lot in here. So I'm going to I'm going to cut out the swearing part, uh, but uh, uh, I'll read it as close as I can, okay? Update. Damn near died twice. Doctors call me tough old soldier. I've had 11 surgeries in less than two years. Had tumor on stomach and aneurysm on my aorta. Then caught a disease that the VA hospital didn't know what it was. I made medical history books. They think I caught it in Desert Storm. It's like cancer and got into my kidneys and dang near killed me. Doctors think I'm out of the woods now, but the F word took a lot out of me. And what's what's going to suck is that I have metal stents going from kidneys to my bladder that has to be exchanged every year. And that surgery is a B word and chemo every six months. But I'm still breathing. From the bottom of my heart, I preach all the prayers over the time and hope I don't need no more. From the bottom of my heart, I want to thank you, FB friends and family and old friends. Godspeed, everyone. Cheers. Now, that's interesting because he has a, a goal getting, too. This guy, Gary S., and I'm not downplaying it, his goal is to live longer. When my dad was dying, he died two years ago. My mom and dad died within eight months of each other. I buried him both. He had cancer of the prostate, cancer of the bladder, I think it was. Uh, he would go in and out of surgeries the last three, four years. He had to had get a catheter, so he had to get that tube stuck up his you-know-what. Uh, and very painful, very painful. Every six months he had to get that done. He had three different surgeries for cancer. Uh, he could barely move, uh, and he was so afraid to die. I would bring him the Word of God. I brought him a, a boom box, and I brought him the, the Bible on, C, on CD so he could listen to it dramatically. He absolutely wasn't interested and wanted nothing to do with God, and yet he was so afraid to die. Now, my dad's life was terrible. As a kid, he was beaten on. The reason he was abuser, because he was abused. He lived a tough life, uh, just really bad. And then the last few years, he helped watch, I should say, my aunt and uncle die, who he took care of, my mom and him. And then he watched my mom in a lot of pain, and he died first by the grace of God. But he, his life was nothing but pain, nothing but frustration. And yet his only outcome was to live another day, to live a life that he hated, to live a life that was so physically painful, emotionally painful, spiritually painful, so painful that he hurt everybody else in his life, all of his life. And yet his goal was to live another day, to breathe another few breaths of a life that sucked, that he hated. And see, that brings me to where we're at in the world today, a COVID. You know what? I am far more interested than quantity of life, than quality of life. I'm not interested in living a long life. I'm interested in living a fulfilled life, a life of service, a life of being a conduit for God. Because remember, only we can either be one of two vessels. There's only two vessels we can be in this world. We're either a conduit or a cistern. And you know that difference, right? A cistern holds things. You know, I use the example of the Dead Sea. The Dead Sea is one of the lowest places on the earth. And a few underwater, uh, underground waterways feed the Dead Sea. But nothing comes out of the Dead Sea. That's why it's dead. 
That's what a cistern does. A lot of us have been poured into. A lot of us have been bled into. A lot of us have been breathed life into. What are you doing with that? Are you holding on to it? Or are you sharing it? Are you spreading it? Which brings us to the second vessel we can be, and that's a conduit. A conduit's a pass-through agent. A conduit's sole purpose is to get something from point A to point B. And that's what we want to be. And so this is not about more stuff. This is not about more dollars or more numbers before the decimal sign than after the decimal sign. This is about the existential questions of knowing who are you? Why are you here? What's your purpose? If today was your last day on this planet, it didn't matter one bit that you were given the gift of life. And we talk about people like Jackie Robinson or my, uh, Martin Luther King Jr., someone like Jesus Christ, people around the world who have struggled. I have a lot of friends and connections in Africa who would give anything to be black in America versus be living in Africa. They would do anything. I mean, I send them $25 and they got real food for a week. I want you to think about that. We used to believe that adversity created a better life. It was a pathway to becoming greater. Now we treat adversity as a way to victimhood. Now we treat adversity as a way to scream privilege on someone else. Now we treat adversity as a way to get free stuff from other people. And so I don't rot wrapped up in this COVID thing. I'm not interested in living a long life. What we're doing to our kids, we're killing them. We're separating them. We're giving them psychological problems. What we're doing to our inner city kids, our underprivileged kids, we're destroying them. They're already behind in mathematics and reading. They're, they go to school to get food and get care. They're being abused at home, neglected at home. But, hey, at least Trump's not president anymore, right? Hey, at least you don't have to worry about a harsh tweet, right? At least, man, we got to figure out who are we and why are we here. That's why today we're talking about goal getting. Now, I want to give you three things when we're talking about goal getting. Number one, I want to share with you a simple pattern because success has a pattern, just like failure has a pattern. Number two, I want to share with you what we call six elements of a well-formed outcome because a well-formed outcome, that's a goal. When you create an outcome, we call that a goal. You begin with the end of mind, all that stuff. So there are six elements of a well-formed outcome. In other words, six things that must be present in order for a goal to be properly set. And then I want to ask you the third question, which is really important, is what's stopping you? Because believe it or not, there are things, subconscious and conscious, that hinder us every day from becoming the person that we are meant to be. There are things every day from our past, environmentally, from those that we put ourselves around, that hinder us. And so we got to identify, once we get everything else in place, is we got to figure out what's up until now been holding us back. And once you can identify your enemy, then you can properly deal with your enemy. So first I want to share with you a simple pattern. Really important because life is about patterns. Once you realize that things change. My background in neuro-linguistic programming is really about patterns. My son, Benaya, six years old, uh, he's in kindergarten. He's reading at a third or fourth grade level. Because he sees patterns. And what I've done is taken how his brain is wired and works, and he sees patterns like I do, and shown him patterns, which allow his learning to just go through the roof. And so there's a simple pattern for success. Three steps. Want it, create it, live it. Want it 
is about desire. You must be emotionally involved. If you're not emotionally involved with your future, if you're not emotionally involved with your outcomes, then don't even set goals. You need to have desire. And part of that desire is a creative discontent. you got to be stirred up. That's why my, part of my job on this radio is to stir you up. Yeah, I might say things that bother you. I want to stir you up because you got to get emotionally involved. Yep. And then the second thing is create it. we got to begin with the end in mind. We've got to project ourselves in the future and make it real. What, are, what makes something real? Well, we can see it. We can hear it. We can feel it and maybe smell it and taste it. And so we got to take our goals from just something in our mind, and we got to put structure to them. That's what creative's about, beginning with the end of mind. What does it look like? What does it sound like? What does it feel like? Because if you don't think it's real, you won't do anything, everything to get it. And then the third thing is live it. You've got to work the plan. You've got to put a plan in place and then work it. The definition of power is action, and the definition of action is power. And so simple pattern for success, for creating the life that you want, is what want it, have that desire, create it, begin with the end in mind, knows, know what it looks like, what it sounds like, what it feels like, and then put together a plan and do number step number three, live it. And after the break, I'm going to go into what we call six elements of a well-formed outcome. In other words, six things that need to be in place in order for a goal to be properly formed. I am Mr. Black, and we'll be back. What can you do in 48 hours that changes your life? Like It Matters Leadership Awakening. Listen to this 22-year law enforcement veteran with PTSD compare Leadership Awakening to other training he's received. You focus on the individual. I think you kind of answered the why question, whereas a lot of the other programs that are out there, I don't want to say they put a Band-Aid on it, but they don't do a very good job of going into the why. And, you know, why am I doing this? Why is my brain uh, revert back to the images? You know, why do I get depressed? And like you said, right, it's a choice. 48 hours. Give Mr. Black and Leadership Awakening just 48 hours, and it will change the course of your life. Go to likeitmatters.net and click on Schedule for Leadership Awakening near you. That's likeitmatters.net. Just click on Schedule. Leadership Awakening, where 48 hours will change your life. Well, I moved into the house in uh, the summer of 2018, and the siding was terrible. Hi, I'm Dave from Matamidai. I got a hold of JTR through friends. It almost looked like uh, a giraffe. There were dark stains where the water had saturated the old paint that was on it, but there were other things that needed addressing, and uh, there were a multitude of things from putting doors in and railings and, and doing some electrical and things like that, all of which JTR gladly folded into the contract and took care of for me. It was an amazing transformation. In fact, my brother-in-law, who had visited before we had the siding done, when he came back about a month after it had been done, he stopped out in front of the house and called me and said, what's your address again? Because he couldn't believe the difference. Contact JTR Roofing now for your siding, roofing, and window needs. This is Scott Black of Like It Matters. As many of you know, I have been helping people to be the best they were created to be. 
COVID-19 has accelerated changes that I have been considering for some time now. Many more people need to receive the benefits of Leadership Awakening. Mental health in our communities is a real issue. We recently received our 501c3 nonprofit status with the emphasis of creating and delivering, taking back your power and your freedom to the least among us struggling with mental health issues. Please help us help others. You can save a marriage, save a business, or a life by supporting Like It Matters with your tax-deductible gifts. All gifts are needed, large, small, and everything in between. Please consider becoming a monthly partner at likeitmatters.net. Give today at likeitmatters.net. And by the way, Like It Matters Leadership Awakening classes will continue. Check out the schedule at likeitmatters.net as we build our training for those suffering from the challenges of poor mental health. God bless you. Welcome back to Like It Matters Radio. Radio, Like It Matters, inspiration, education, application, and ain't nothing going to break my stride. He is absolutely right. And that's what we're talking about on Like It Matters Radio. Radio, Like It Matters. We call it goal getting, but it's about success. And when you know who you are, and when you know why you're here, and you know where you're going, and most importantly, you know whose you are, then ain't nothing going to break my stride. Amen. Ain't nothing going to throw you down. It's, it's going to keep you going. And the cool thing about it is that if you do get knocked down, then you pick yourself up, you dust yourself off, and you hit it again. See, in the last segment, we closed with a simple pattern of success. And I got three steps to becoming your dreams. Want it, create it, live it. And that want it part is so important. You've got to have desire. Want it's about the emotional connection. And see, that's why you got to have the emotional connection, because you will get knocked down, because you will stumble, because you will have crabs in your life, people that tell you, you can't do it, don't push yourself so hard, go easy on yourself, right? And then you need to say to them just what Jesus said to Peter before the, the, the cross, behind me, Satan, because they're not helping you. And they're hurting you by telling you not to push yourself so hard, uh, not to not worry about it. No, you want to be emotionally involved. And so what I want to do in this segment is cover six elements of a well-formed outcome because that's really what the future is about. See, our life is on autopilot, so we can just show up every day, do what we're supposed to do, and get enough of those days that at some point we take our last breath and we get to find out if there is a God. Then people get to show up and tell people either through a lie or through the truth how great you were. And I don't know about you, but I want to hear, I want some great words to be spoken about me when I'm lying in a box at the front of the room and other people are talking about me. And I want those great words to be spoken about me, not out of pity or even out of empathy, but out of truth. Because I know that my life will be judged by the impact I make on other people, not by the money in my bank account, not by how many women I bedded, not by how many kids I had, not even by what kind of a father I was. I'm going to be honest with you, or what kind of a husband I was. Because the bigger picture, when I stand before God, and when I'm in that box and people are standing before me as a dead body speaking to others, that it don't matter the impact I made, the difference I made. And that's why it's important to have goals. And I want you to think about this. Having goals, setting outcomes, is all about a forward focus. 
See, we have a world that wants to focus you in the past so they can get you riled up, so they can get you bitter and angry and resentful. Uh, there's a verse in the Bible that says, with strife, all other sins are present. Think about it. I think it's uh, something three six. It's one of the three sixteens. You know, there's an interesting study. You know, the most famous three sixteen is John three sixteen. But why don't you do a study of all the three sixteens in the Bible? Interesting, a very interesting study. Some of the most powerful for, uh, verses in the Bible are in chapter three, verse sixteen of certain books. Just fascinating. And so you've got to know what you want. You've got to know where you're going, and you've got to know how you're going to accomplish it. Those are three questions all leaders ask themselves. Where am I now? Where am I going? And what will it take to get there and how long? And so in neurolinguistic programming, part of what I learned is how to help people reach their outcomes. And the key, if you want to reach your outcomes, is to properly form your outcomes. So there are six elements of a well-formed outcome. Number one, you must state your goal positively. Very important. You know, I talk a lot about the reticular activating system, and one of the things about the brain's unconscious focal system is it does not pick up negative programming. So when you say, like, don't do this or don't do that, you're actually telling them to do that. You know, it's kind of like this. Let's say you're in a, in a room and there was a table in that room with you, a large room, and uh, for some reason a vehicle was brought into that room. And let's say you were backing up that vehicle uh, and you wanted to be right next to that table. And so if you're backing up that vehicle and you did not want to hit that table, just want to be next to that table, what would you need to keep in your field of vision at all times? Right, the table. Now, I want you to think about this. You don't want to hit that table. You don't want to hit that table. You don't want to hit that table. And yet, in order to not hit that table, you must focus on that table the whole time. That's exactly how your reticular activating system works. That's exactly how the unconscious brain focuses on. And yet so many people are running around what they don't want. Like the guy I shared this Facebook post, he didn't want to die. That's all I got from that is he didn't want to die. I got nothing about how I wanted to live. I got nothing about the impact he wanted to make. I, he just wants to keep living. I got to be honest with you. I am not interested in just living on this planet. Could you imagine if God gave us eternal life once we fell from the garden? If he didn't kick us out of the garden, we would have ate from the tree of eternal life. Then we would be eternally separated from God. God kicked us out of the garden of Eden for our own good. Because now that we're separate from God, now that we need to be reconciled, we would not want to live eternally. uh, Because we call that hell. Eternity without God is a place. It's called hell. And so you want to state your goal positively. What do you want? What is the outcome you want? And by the way, usually when I ask people what they want, you know what I normally get? Yep, a plethora. A plethora of things they don't want. I don't want to be yelled at. I don't want to be a dead-end job. I don't want to be with a wife who doesn't appreciate me. I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't. And most people give you a list of things they don't want. But you got to help them figure out what they do want. So what do you want? That's the first thing. You must state your goal positively. Secondly, you must put your goal in context. And I mean the, the you know the old five W's of journalism: what, when, where, why, and how. I, I hate uh, how's not a W, but you know the five W's of journalism, right? So you got to put your goal in context: when, where, with who do you want this outcome? And again, you're going to learn this. You need to make things real. Would you give your life for a lie? No. 
most people wouldn't get for the truth. Let me, let me phrase it differently. If someone says they love you, but you do not believe they love you, are you loved? And now John and I can answer that question and shake our head no. Because we would act like we're not, and then we would basically push that person away, and then they would stop. And see, that's the key, because as our unconscious brain, we always act as if. This is the human creature. We're a machine. And what I attempt to do on this radio show is to teach you how your machine works, how you create experience, how you get yourself turned on, how you turn yourself off, how you get yourself excited or depressed, how you make yourself angry or happy. Notice I did not say how somebody else does this to you. You have to participate. No one can make you angry by themselves. No one can make you turn on or turn off by themselves. No one can piss you off by themselves. You must participate. Remember, between the stimulus and response, there's a space. And in that space is your power and your freedom. So you've got to identify when do you want this? Where do you want this? With whom do you want this? In every relationship? In every situation? In what context might my goal not benefit me? I had a a guy one time, he was a high-ranking guy in the military, uh, and he wanted to quit smoking, smoked all his life, and he was just hitting a mental block. And so I had to go really deep in the recesses of his unconscious. And eventually we found out what was going on. There was a competing belief system. This is why belief systems are so important, because everything we do or do not do is driven by belief. And yet we have levels of beliefs. Some are more powerful, some are more important. There's Hall of Fame beliefs. Like my belief in Jesus Christ will not be altered by anything. I study the Quran. I, I read the Injil. Uh, I, I, I study things of, of, of Jewish people. I study things of the Mormons. So how else can I tell them why their religion is fake? Any man-made attempt to get to God is fake. God hated religion, and so do I. Whether you're talking about Islam or Mormonism or Catholicism, all the isms All the isms, they are man's attempt to be good enough to God, man's attempt to mandate that God accept them. And God says, I will spit you out. You make me sick when you do those things. And so you got to make sure that the goal is in context because what we found out with this gentleman is every day when he came home, he and his wife would sit on their patio and they would recap their day and they'd have a glass of wine and they'd smoke. And so deep down, he had smoking now connected to a social aspect, to an intimacy of a connection with his wife. And so a part of him said, if you quit smoking, then you're going to lose that intimacy with your wife. Now, remember, our unconscious mind doesn't deal with reality. It deals with what we perceive to be true. So number three is express your goal, specific sensory terms. This is how you make it real. Remember, in Want It, Create It, Live It, begin with the end in mind. Put yourself in the future. This process not only helps clarify and build a goal, it actually tunes your neurology. You got to make it real. And what makes things real? Things you can touch, things that you can hear, things that you can feel, things that you can smell, things that you can taste. Those five senses make things real. So you've got to imagine, project yourself in the future, imagine yourself accomplishing this goal, and be aware of what does that look like? What's the visual representation? What does that sound like? What is the auditory representation? What does it feel like? What is the kinesthetic representation? And a possible olfactory and gustatory. Because those are things that we call real. In my class, it's very intense. Again, you go to likeitmatters.net and read about it. But the first night when people are scared to death of me, I said, look at me. I said, you might not like what I'm saying. 
You may not like the way I'm saying it. You may not even agree with what I'm saying, but none of you can deny I'm real because you can see me, you can touch me, you can hear me, I smell nice, and if you lick my arm, it probably tastes like coconut oil or salt because I'm real. And that's the same thing we need to do with our goals and our outcomes. We need to make them real. Why? Because you won't give everything you got if you don't think it's possible. So I am Black. Today we're talking about goal getting. We're talking about success on Like It Matters Radio. And we'll be right back. construction business constructing memories relationships new ideas and a legacy that will outlive us life is best imagined as a construction project at like it matters we craft tools and teach you how to use them mr black has a bevy of tools to help you build your life into your dream one of those tools is individual life counseling the best analogy is a life caddy because sometimes you just need another set of eyes a second tool books by mr black always opening up your mind Third, workshops, where we teach people how they work and how to function at a higher level. And don't forget the daily radio show, Like It Matters, at 11 a.m. on Freedom 1570. Nice job. That's it for today. Wrap it up. Contact Mr. Black at mr.black at likeitmatters.net. Building a better you today. Likeitmatters.net. Helping people live their lives like they matter. That's mr.black at likeitmatters.net. Discover the tools to build your relationships, your vision, and your life. Whoa. Look at all these options. You could fill an entire warehouse with all the different ways you can stream Freedom 1570. Top shelf choices include Freedom1570.com, our free app, and Radio.com. Tune in each Saturday afternoon from 4 to 5 p.m. right here on Freedom 1570 for Garden Talk Radio. It's the Gardening with Joey and Holly radio show. Topic focused, guests from across the country, and answering your garden questions. Send your questions in now to gardentalkradio at gmail.com or call anytime to 1-800-927-SHOW. That's every Saturday afternoon from 4 to 5 p.m. right here on Freedom 1570. Catch the replay Sunday afternoons from 2 to 3 p.m. Hey, it's Lee Michaels here for the Minnesota Horse and Hunt Club in Briar Lake. The Horse and Hunt Club is one of the premier sporting facilities in the world. Memberships are available, but sporting plays are open to the public. And don't forget to stop by Triggers for lunch or dinner. Visit horseandhunt.com. When I attended the Leadership Awakening workshop, I didn't know what to expect, but I was open. The tools taught at Leadership Awakening helped me discover things about myself that were holding me back from being all God created me to be. Providential? That word coins these life-changing classes because I now realize there are works God has already created for me to walk in, and these workshops helped me to see this more clearly. I received practical insights that I am already applying to be a more focused businesswoman, influential mom to my two teenagers, an eight-and-a-half-year-old son, and patient and passionate wife. I got rid of a lot of clutter in my head. BS, they call it, belief systems that were not serving me. If you want to know what it means to empower others instead of trying to control them, if you want to build a productive team in two days, if you want to press the reset button in your life and give yourself a fresh new beginning, then do yourself and your family a favor and attend the next Leadership Awakening. It's time the giant in you comes alive. Leadership Awakening is coming to a location near you. Details at likeitmatters.net. That's likeitmatters.net.
Like It Matters inspiration, education, and application. Today, we're serving up some meat and taters. I'm talking about real stuff, real stuff that will change your life, real stuff that will help you become the George Bernard Shaw you could have been, real stuff that will make today better than yesterday and tomorrow better than today. And we're talking about goal getting. We're talking about success. And before the break, I was sharing with you uh, what I call the six elements of a well-formed outcome. A lot of people don't set goals. Some do. A lot of people that set goals don't write them down. Some do. A lot of people that set goals and write them down don't accomplish them. Some do. And part of the reason why is because they're not properly formed. If When you set an outcome, when you set a goal and you properly form it, You don't guarantee it's going to take place, but you increase the probability, you increase the possibility that it will happen. It's structural. It's proven. This is how you're made. And so there are six elements of a well-formed outcome, meaning these six elements must be in place for a goal to be properly formed. Because if you're going to set goals and you want to get goals, then you need to make sure those goals are properly formed. And so I shared the first three. Number one, state your goal positively. Number two, put your goal in context. When, where, and with whom do you want this outcome? Number three, express your goal specific sensory terms. In other words, what does it look like? What does it sound like? What does it feel like? And if you could, is there a smell or a taste? Because remember, we use those predicates all the time. Success is sweet. Uh, you know, uh, living a life of purpose is delicious. It's intoxicating. Do you hear those predicates? They're olfactory gustatory predicates. They deal with smell and they deal with taste. Uh, God speaks that way too about our prayers or aroma in his nostrils, the hand of God, right? God the Father has no physical form, spirit. That's why Jesus Christ, uh, the f- God came down incarnate in the form of man. Remember the Trinity, Father, God, Son, God, and Holy Spirit, God. One God, Jehovah, Yahweh, Adonai, El Shaddai, but demonstrated in three different ways. And so once you understand that, then everything else is just everything else. And so number four is evaluate honestly the effects of achieving your goals. And this is more of a deeper uh, take than number two, which was put your goal in context. So evaluate honestly the effects of achieving your goals. In other words, will you lose anything that you now have and want to keep? I got this guy I'm doing life caddy work, David. He's been on my radio before. And and part of our, uh, you know, I coach him day, uh, weekly and he's I'm available to him daily. But part of his thing is where he's hitting a wall in relationship to God. Uh, and he's a you know 60-year-old man, and so there's a lot of stuff in our past, and we are products of our past. And so yesterday in our session, and he's still hitting his wall, and I said, here's the question that God gave me for you to ask yourself, and I have people journal a lot. What do you lose by getting close to God? What do you lose by getting close to God? Remember I told a story about the guy, the military guy that wanted to quit smoking, but he had a tough time. And then as we meted it down deep enough, when I got deep enough in the subconscious, I realized because he had that smoking tied to an intimate connection with his wife because that's how they would debrief with a glass of wine. they smoke a couple of cigarettes on the balcony or cigar. Uh, and it was, it, it was intimacy. It was connection. It was a good time with his wife where there wasn't fighting, wasn't anything like that. 
And so you've got to evaluate honestly the effects of achieving goals. And with David, what I found out uh, is, you know, some of his beliefs. You know, he has been around fake Christians most of life, which the church is full of fake Christians. Remember, Jesus said, many will say, Lord, Lord. And they'll say, well, Jesus said, I never knew you. Oh, they say, yeah, 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 we cast out demons in your name. We prophesied in your name. We did miracles in your name. In other words, he's talking about church folk, people that show up every Sunday who claim to be, uh, you know, a Christian. Well, Rachel DeLuise, whatever her name was, remember that white woman who ran the uh, Seattle uh, NAACP because she identified those all. Yeah, those all. She identified as a black person. Well, I'm going to tell you right now. There's a lot of dozals out there, the Christian church. <laughs> There's a lot of people identifying as Christians, but they're not. How do we know this? Because they're not voting that way. They're not uh, holding their tongue that way. They're not forgiving that way. Uh, I, I wonder how any of these people who show up church in some of these churches where they're talking about the man keeping them down and they go to Democratic fundraisers and Democratic voting, and yet they vote for a party who mocks their God, who bans his Bible who won't let you say Jesus' name unless you hit your thumb with a hammer, and yet they vote for these people. Many will say, Lord, Lord. Jesus said, if you love me, then keep my commandments. Jesus said, why do you call me Lord, Lord, and not do what I say? So just because you identify doesn't make you so. Just because you're in McDonald's doesn't make you a Big Mac. Uh, Just because you're in a a donut stop. I can go to the police department and fill out a police report. That doesn't make me a police officer. Logical. So you got to be careful. Evaluate honestly the effects of achieving your goals. You know, if you believe that if you accomplish this goal deep down, that it's going to make you a phony, it's going to make you fake, it's going to make you, uh, you know, not be able to connect with people in your life, then you're going to have a tough time with whatever that goal is. That's why this is so important that you've got to make sure, does this cost you anything? And you got to count the cost. Remember, the Bible says that. Count the cost. There could be some invisible pros and cons, some other things attached that you're not even aware of. So even if you apply all your willpower to a badly thought-out goal, you will start sabotaging yourself unconsciously. A deeper peace will be thwarting you. So you got to ask the question, am I sure I really want this? What impact will achieving this have on the rest of my life? What will happen if I do not accomplish this goal? Then number five, Choose a goal that you can fulfill yourself. See, a goal, you must be able to accomplish it under your own power. Why? It cannot be dependent on another person. Why? Because you can't control another person. Let's be honest. Most of you can barely control yourself. I'm just being honest, right? We, we speak the truth around here, right? Remember Jesus said the truth will set you free, but some other psychoanalyst said, but first it'll make you miserable. Well, you know, sometimes you got to embrace the suck, as they say, right? Sometimes you got to embrace the suck. So you can move on to the good stuff, to the sweet stuff, to the delicious stuff. So you got to choose a goal that you can fill yourself. Now, corporate America, we always do this. We set goals that are dependent on other people. We have to do that. But I'm telling you, that one thing right there makes it a, not, not a well-formed goal because you cannot control other people. You need to be in con- control. If it's dependent on someone else and you can't control them, then you're going to wind up in a situation where you might not accomplish your goal and it's out of the realm of your control. And by the way, this does not mean you have to abandon your goal if it concerns somebody else, but you may have to rethink it, maybe state it in such a way that you play the prime role, if not the only role. And again, this is why it's good to have a life caddy. This is what I do. I counsel you and coach you through this stuff so that you can basically be on the fly. Can you take charge of the changes required? 
Does it depend on you only or do you need others? And how can you do that if it requires other? Those are important questions. Remember, a leader learns to ask the right questions. And then number six, choose a worthwhile goal. Finally, your goal should feel worthwhile to you. If it doesn't matter to you or to others, then you're not going to fight for it. You need to identify the positive consequences of your outcome. Did you hear that? The positive consequences of your outcome, the goal. You may not usually think in this depth when setting day's goal, uh, day-to-day goals. When you aim at positive, worthwhile targets, your system, your emotional connection, naturally motivates you to achieve your goal and overcome the obstacles on the way. So how will my life differ when I accomplish this? What will I get by achieving this goal? What further goal does it take me towards and for what purpose? This is absolutely so critical. And we're not going to have time. You know, I always do this. I set up a whole bunch of information to go through in 48 minutes or whatever it is, and I get to some of it. I wanted to go through a list of blocks to leadership, but I think it's better to hold off for its own show. I'm going to do a show totally on the blocks to leadership because I've identified the 20 most common blocks to leadership. And once you can identify, because sometimes the biggest question we've got to ask ourselves in relation to a goal is what's stopping me? You know, if you set this goal today and you set it before and you didn't accomplish this, what's stopping you? See, sometimes we got to take a look at, is there something in my path? Is there something from keep, that's keeping me from reaching this goal? It could be something from the past. It could be a purpose. Uh, it could be a person. It could be a, a belief system, a limiting belief system. This is why you need a life caddy, someone to walk with you. And that's what I do when I do life caddy work. Reach out to me at Mr. Black at likeitmattersradio.com. M-R-B-L-A-C-K at likeitmattersradio.com. Go to likeitmatters.net. And by the way, go to YouTube. Subscribe to our YouTube channel. Go to Facebook. Like us on Facebook. Like It Matters Radio. This is a daily journey. You're worth it. Invest some time daily to make yourself the man or the woman that you were created to be. Because at Like It Matters, our goal is to help you maximize the potentials you were created with. You are under construction on the Like It Matters radio network. I am Mr. Black, helping you become more hopeful about your future, reminding you, when you live your life like it matters, it does. I'm going to be the head greenskeeper, hopefully within six years. That's my, my schedule. This is a potter's field. When people can't pay for their funerals, they are buried here. It is a lonely, desolate place, littered with unmarked headstones. No one visits. No one leaves flowers. But it doesn't have to be that way. For as low as $1 a day, you can ensure your family will have the money to pay your funeral expenses. We offer burial insurance plans that pay up to $30,000. Considering the average funeral costs more than $10,000, that's peace of mind for your family. There are no medical exams, your rates won't increase, and your policy cannot be canceled as long as you make your premium payments. Call now to get approved in minutes and ensure your final resting place is more than just a pauper's grave in a potter's field. 800-323-8137. 800-323-8137. 800-323-8137. That's 800-323-8137. Paid for by Final